0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the very first ever Nathaniel Morton podcast. That is not the name of this podcast, but for now, we're going to call it that. And later on in this podcast, we'll explain the actual name of what we are going to call this show. Hello, Kevin. How are you? Hi, Nate. How are you? I'm doing very well. Kevin is going to be the co-host. We'll, we'll let Kevin introduce himself a little bit later in this podcast, um, but for today, what you are going to get out of this podcast, what we're going to talk about today, is number one, what you can actually expect from the Nathaniel Morton podcast. Number two, we're going to talk about me um, because a lot of people who are coming over from YouTube, they know me. They know i in the sports performance world. They know i in the basketball world. They know I talk a lot about vertical jump, but they don't really know me, Kevin. So we're going to do a deep dive into who I actually am. Um, then we're going to talk about Kevin and who Kevin is. And then we're going to give you two keys to improving your vertical jump because most people who are listening to the podcast right now that is what they're all about. That is what they know me for and that is what they came for. So we will give you two keys to improving your vertical jump. And that is what we're going to talk about in this very first episode of the Nathaniel Morton podcast. Are you ready, Kevin? I'm ready. I'm excited. Are you ready? Action army. We'll Action. explain we'll explain that later too. Love it. So Here's what you can expect from this podcast in general, not just this episode, but if you're listening to this podcast, what you can expect us to talk about through episode one, two, three, and beyond is you're going to get sports performance, so We're going to talk a lot about how to increase your vertical jump on this podcast. We're going to talk about how to improve your speed, your quickness, your agility, your first step explosiveness. We're going to talk about how to fix knee pain. So everything sports performance, we are going to be talking about on this podcast. We're going to talk a lot about basketball because as you know, Kevin, and as the viewers know, I am all about basketball. So when I started my YouTube journey, I used to talk about all athletes And recently, I've niched down and I talk mainly to basketball players. So I'm a high school basketball coach. Um, I train basketball players. I coach basketball players online. So basketball is going to be the main sport of this podcast. That's not to say that other athletes cannot benefit from listening to this podcast. They can, but basketball is the main sport that we are, the main audience and athletes that we are uh, talking to. You're going to get mindset mindset on this podcast. We're going to talk a lot about mindset because Kevin and I both are very big on mindset. You need the proper mindset to become successful in life, to become successful in business, and to become a successful athlete. So you are going to get a lot about mindset. We're going to talk a lot about how to become successful in general through life, through business, through athletics, etc. We're going to talk a lot about business um, not as much as sports performance. That's going to be the main thing that we talk about. But we, we, we will talk about business. And, Kevin, we are going to talk about, on this podcast, through and through, we are going to talk about what it really takes to become successful. What it really takes to become a successful athlete. What it really takes to become a successful person. We are not here to say weak shit, Kevin. And
1: we I'm, are not... Um- yeah, so he's looking at me because um, if you hear me at any point say anything uh, that's that may be a little bit out of pocket, I'm going to try to edit a lot of that stuff out, but uh, it's not really out of pocket. It's just I'm here for the fun. Right. <laughs> I'm so, here for the fun and stuff. He's the business. I'm kind of the average Joe, if you want to say.
0: So, yeah, so we're going to let Kevin talk about himself a little bit later, but what I want to – who Kevin is going to be to the listeners of this podcast. Kevin is a little bit of the average Joe. He does not know as much about sports performance as I do. So the good thing about that is when I start going off all crazy and talking all, all science on you and talk about rate of force development and right. the stretch shortening cycle, Kevin is going to be like, what is that? I'm going to
1: reel back in
0: for And you. I'll, I'll explain that. So mm-hmm. Kevin, is going, Kevin is for the people. Yes. So everyone out there, Clap your hands right now. If you're driving, clap your one hand on your knee for Kevin because Kevin is for the people. Thank you. But that's essentially what you're going to get from this podcast. Sports performance, basketball mindset, how to become successful, business, and what it really takes. We are not going to say weak shit. And what I mean by that is we're not, I am not here in this life to say, yeah, you can do it. If you just, if you train one time per week, you're going to make it. No, I'm here to tell you what it's really going to take for you to become the best. So that is what I mean by we are not going to say weak shit. So transitioning into who I am, a lot of you who are probably listening to this podcast have found me through YouTube. Maybe some of you have found me through Instagram. Maybe some people found us through podcast or Apple Music or through a friend who said, listen to these guys, okay? But who I am... Uh, diving deeper than just the vertical jump in the sports performance guy. I grew up in the inner city, Pittsburgh. Okay, so I'm from Pittsburgh. I was born and raised here, and I've lived here my entire life. I grew up without a father, so I had a single mother. Never, I've seen my father about three or four times in my life. Um, I don't really know him. I don't really care to know him. Um, that's for another day. I failed the fourth grade. I think that's very important to point out. I failed the fourth grade. I was expelled from school. Did you know that, Kevin?
1: I didn't know that. Your mom told me a long time ago. I was,
0: I was expelled from uh, school. That was in the 6th grade. I had a 0.8 grade point average in the 10th grade in high school. And then somewhere along the line, I got my life together. And now I train college and pro basketball players. I'm the coach of a high school basketball team. I played basketball my entire life. I train over 200 athletes online. Over 1,000 people have bought our online training programs. And we have a YouTube channel of about 50,000 subscribers, and we plan on quadrupling that number within the next year. So that's a little bit about me. Um, I am all about basketball. I'm all about sports performance. But I wanted you all to know that I didn't come from a great background. I was not. It wasn't just I woke up and decided one day, hey, I'm going to be successful. I went through a lot of trials and tribulations, and I had to find my way in life through a lot of struggles and through being a very misbehaved child who is very confused. So that's a little bit about me. I want to turn it over to Kevin. Kevin, you were in the Marines. You are a police officer. Um, I'm very happy to have you on the show. You're a very intelligent individual. I do think that you are smarter than me. I want the listeners to know that. I know much more about sports performance. However, I do think that if we did an IQ test, you would probably blow me out of the water. Not that that matters, but no. I just wanted to point that out because I do think that you are more intelligent than I am. And very quickly before I turn it over to you, I think you learn much quicker than me. I have been in a room with you and people explain things to the both of us and I'm looking at you like, I didn't understand that. And you're nodding your head like, oh yeah, and you're, you're replying back. So I know for a fact that you learn much easier than I do. You take in information. But anyways, I'm going to stop talking. I'm going to turn it over to you. Kevin, who are you?
1: So that's actually funny you say that because I don't, um, not all the time do I, uh, I guess, to put it in simple terms, not every single time am I like completely comprehending what is being told to me. I learned a long time ago somewhere along the lines that if you just actively listen to people, People are so much more receptive to just what you have to say. Um, they, they, even if you don't, like I said, aren't listening. You're actively listening to people sitting there shaking your head, like you're actually understanding. <laughs> even if you don't understand what they're saying, it's still better than if you just sit there with a blank look on your face. Because a respect and b you know appearance is everything a lot of times, especially in a situation where you know you're one on one with somebody. You're learning some you know someone for the first time, so. Anyways, not to get off on a tangent, but that's just like a good side note to have in your back pocket. Actively (laughs) listen all the time. It doesn't matter who you're listening to, even if you don't care about what they're saying. It's just a respect thing. So anyways, regardless. But thank you, Nate. I appreciate that. Um, Not going to get too far into my background, but essentially I still am a uh, police officer. I'm not an active police officer. I was hurt a few uh, months ago. I uh, rode a police motorcycle for uh, my department that I was... Uh, working for, that I am still working for technically, and I'm technically on workers' comp. Nate gave me an opportunity of a lifetime a few months ago. Couldn't pass it up, and here I am now. Uh, we've been grinding for a while now.
0: Um, and The people were happy about yes. that, just so you know, because yeah. I've been very inactive on YouTube. and yeah. I've gotten many messages of... Did you quit YouTube? Where are you? Are you coming back? And Kevin is kind of here to bridge the gap because I was, I train athletes in person. I train a bunch of athletes online and I needed help with my business. I was a one man show and now Kevin is coming in to take 50%. I am the front end. Kevin is now the back end. So I do appreciate that.
1: Right. And I appreciate you bringing me on because you know, not always are you going to run into somebody with a product as well as yours is. I mean, You've put so much research into your product and just from over the years and, and, you know, me watching your journey along the way, it's just, it's crazy to see how far you've really come and just to kind of go back on like who I am, me and you are, me and Nate are very, very like in a sense to where when we have a goal and we set out to, you know, kind of make that goal happen, it's going to happen. No matter what, it doesn't matter if it's going to happen within the next five years, 10 years, it's going to happen. And so when I tell you that that Nate has been grinding for years on these programs, on his knowledge, um, just the way he presents himself, everything you see here now and um, are listening to, he has grinded and he has put in the time and effort in these programs. Uh, So we're just very goal-oriented people.
0: I agree. I agree, and one thing I do want to say. Um, well, there's two things that I want to say. One thing that I skipped out on who I am. I forgot to mention that I was a teacher for five years. Yeah. So yeah. I was a gym teacher. So trust me when I say I was crossing the kindergartners, and I left their ankles under the bench. <laughs> their body was over on the left, Kevin. Their ankles were on the right. Yeah. Because I I I you crossed I crossed them. them so yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, okay, no, okay. No, okay. Just wanted to make sure you understand no, 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 how no, no, bad I, I crossed. Them. Okay, okay. kindergartners. Um, It doesn't matter. K through twelve, I crossed everybody. I crossed other teachers. I crossed the janitor. I crossed every single person in that school at one point in time who stepped in the gym. Got crossed. Even if they didn't know they were crossed, I was crossing them as they were walking. So yeah. Anyways, let's. uh, So
1: would you call it your gym?
0: Yeah, it was my gym. I was was the the only gym gym. teacher. Oh, you're the only only gym teacher. I was the only gym teacher. Who cleaned the gym? The janitor who got crossed. So (laughs) as he was mopping. I was behind his back. He wasn't wow. knowing. He tripped, and he I thought he it. thought he tripped over the mop. No, it was me. Anyways, okay. So
1: moving on. Sorry.
0: What I wanted to say, other than I was a teacher for five years, and you brought you made me think of this because mm-hmm. you said I was grinding, ladies and gentlemen. In order to become successful, if you have a business idea don't quit your full-time job. A lot of people want to burn the ships at the shore, say, I'm going all in. I'm going to make this happen. You still got to pay your bills, Kevin. You have to take care of your family. You have to pay your bills. So I grinded on nights and weekends. So when I wasn't teaching, I was filming YouTube videos and I was making programs and and this, that, and the other. But what I really wanted to say is about you. The reason why I brought you on this podcast to be my co-host is because you talked about us being very goal oriented. Kevin, ladies and gentlemen, number 1, Kevin is for the people. Number 2, Kevin is driven. He is ambitious, but he is very driven. There's and this is a good lesson for all of you listening to understand. There's a difference between having ambition and having drive. Both of them are great, Having ambition means that you can dream the dream. You can say, I want to be an NBA player. I want to go D1. I want to build a big business. Ambition is having the dream. The drive, Kevin, is what you have. You have You you actually take the action steps necessary. You actually do the things necessary to make that dream come true. I can't tell you how many people have come to me saying, I have this big goal, this big dream. I want to go to the NBA. But then you look at what they do and they don't do things that are going to push them towards making it to the NBA. So that's what I wanted to say about you. But one of the reasons that I brought you in this business and on this podcast is because you have drive and you can match my drive.
1: Yeah, so there's. I don't think there's ever been a thing to where me and Nate have not uh, accomplished, to be honest. And especially now that we're coming together, you know, it's. I feel as if there's nothing we can't accomplish. I mean, even if me and Nate decided to completely derail, out, out of you know his programs and completely go into something new to both of us, I guarantee you. Me Which we him, won't. We are here for you. We are. We are. I'm just saying. You know, hypothetically. I think we would still get it accomplished either way. And that, and like, you know, he said, it's just really about drive. I have things that I care about in my life. Um, I also did not come from a good background. I lived with Nate and his mom, my senior year on his couch. Um, and I just remember not having any money, not having any, you know, like having to basically worry about where my next meal was going to come from. And I made it my mission in life to make sure that my kids do not and will not ever feel that. And if they do feel it, it's up, it's on them. It's not on me. You know, I'm doing my hardest and that's where that drive comes from. I have a purpose. I have a reason in life. And even if you don't have kids, you can find any sort of purpose, any sort of reason to really get that drive and get you going. You know, I I'm not saying I'm perfect. I've been, I've been at the bottom, you know, I've mentally and physically and, It's not fun, but it's how you rebound from that. It's learning from your mistakes, I truly believe.
0: Correct. I agree. And going off of you must have a purpose, some people don't understand that you really need that purpose to become the best at what you want to do. Like I said earlier, we're not here to say weak shit. In order for you to become the best, let's say, basketball player that you can be, let's say you want to go to the NBA and be a superstar, you really have to love it. You have to have that desire to get better. And it's really that desire, that purpose, plus mastery that will take you far. So you have to love it so much that you are willing to put in the hours that it takes, the work that it takes, to develop mastery at that skill or at your craft or whatever it is. Those two things, mastery plus desire, that is what really makes a champion. That is what, If you look at Kobe, if you look at Jordan, it's really... A love of the game. Look at how much Kobe trained. Look at how much Kobe did skill work, how much he watched film. He loved it. He talks over and over about how much he loved the game. And then he loved it so much to put the hours in, to put the work in, and he developed mastery at that skill. And that is one of the main things that made Kobe great. Not to get too far off the er tent. Right.
1: And pause on that for a second, too. you got to think, you know, Kobe, he had a whole family, too. So it's not that he let the love of and I, and I just want to explain this real quick there's a nice balance between the two and me and Nate just had this conversation the other day we decided that if we want to work on the weekends together not together but you know it's like a you know partnership then we're going to but we're not going to force each other to work on weekends so but during the weekend stuff you know we grind but on the weekends it's family time girlfriend time boyfriend whatever it is it doesn't matter it's just a point of having a perfect balance between the two Um, And I think that's very important to note, because like I said, somebody like Kobe, his family still loved him, but his drive or his love of the game drove him to get up every single day and do what he did. I mean, the guy was an animal and uh, just a true inspiration to so many people. Correct.
0: Correct. RIP, Kobe. We love you. Um, So... Is there anything else that you would like to tell the viewers about yourself? I didn't know. Kevin and I sort of connected because your father also was not in your life. I didn't know if you wanted to touch on that. But Kevin and I connected over basketball in that we had very similar backgrounds and we had very similar goals. So I didn't know if you wanted to touch on that. Yeah. If you don't, that's okay.
1: Um, I mean, yeah. So I kind of touched on it a little bit, you know, when it comes to, you know, I grew up in Carrick with Nate. Uh, and, you know, we met in high school and stuff through basketball. It's all true. My biggest thing that I want people to know is that, you know, I don't want to get too, too far into it, but just know that regardless of where you come or regardless of what you've been through, I understand that everybody experiences trauma in a different way. All all that I'm going to say is I've been through enough things in my life, I feel, and like I said, I'm not perfect, but I've been through enough things to where I've learned from each and every one of those things, I like to believe, And that no matter where you come from, you can make anything of yourself. It really doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you, I mean, you see kids and people coming from very esteemed prestigious prestigious backgrounds and they're not doing anything with their lives. It's really about what you want to do, not about where you grew up, not about who you grew up around. I mean, granted the people you, you put yourself around is a big part of it, but It's really about what you want at the end of the day. So I just want people to know that that's kind of one of my main things is that you can make a life for yourself, no matter who you are, no matter where you came from. And yes, I didn't have parents and things like that. But I like to think that I'm creating a new generation of my family that's going to be different. I'm breaking that cycle and you can too. And that's really all I kind of just want to say and touch on that. I mean, you guys will get to know me going forward and we'll talk about a lot more things, I'm sure. But just to kind of cut it short, that's the one thing I want people to take like from my life is that if there's anything out there, you can accomplish it no matter where you come from and what, you know, who you
0: are. So I love that. I love that. Yeah. Um, so let's move on from that. Let's transition into the actual name of this podcast because it's not the Nathaniel Morton podcast and the name... I think is very important and it holds weight with Kevin and I because this is how we guide our lives. Okay, so the name of this podcast, if and if you've clicked on this podcast, you've probably already seen the name, but we're going to announce it here. The name of this podcast is the Action Athletics Podcast. Kevin and I have a business together that is called Action Athletics. We have a clothing brand that is Action athletics clothing. We are going to be opening a giant sports complex where we have, you know, eight basketball courts, a full turf field, we have all these weights, we have all the all the goodies that you would want in a gym and in a sports complex. And that's going to be called the Action Athletics Sports Complex. So this is the Action Athletics podcast. And if you are listening, you are part of the Action Army. Well, I can't say that because Day one is true, but in order to be part of the action army, you have to take action. You can't be, and let me explain this, because we talked about grand ambition before and drive, and the difference between the two, and our slogan here at Action Athletics is action is everything, and most of you who watch my YouTube channel know that I talk about this all the time, you have to be taking action, you cannot have these big goals and dreams, And fail to take action. Action is what bridges the gap between where you are now and where you want to go. It's action. So when in doubt, if you're sitting still and you don't know where to go and you're confused, take some sort of action. But as I stated earlier, I've just seen so many people who have great intentions. They have these big dreams of going to the NBA, of starting their own business, of going D1 but they don't take the actions necessary to get them there. You need to look at your big dream. You need to work backwards, reverse engineer. Ask yourself, what are the actions that I'm going to be need to take every single day to actually make that dream come true? How many skill sessions am I going to need to do this week? How many workouts should I do this week? What should my meals look like and my nutrition look like this week? What podcasts, what books am I going to read this week? What am I going to do this week, this month, this year to move me closer to making it to the NBA or, you know, starting my own business or whatever it is. So this is the Action Athletics Podcast. We are the action army because we take action. And if You are out there and you don't take action. I apologize, but not yet can you be in the Action Army. To be part of this family, you must take action. We are the motherfuckers who actually make our dreams come true, who actually make our goals happen through taking the actions necessary. I love that. That's it. So that's the name of this podcast, the Action Athletics Podcast.
1: I love it. Um... So I actually didn't have any part in naming it, but I love it. I absolutely love it. I love the fact that you just came up with that and just kind of threw it out there, and I like it. Right. I, do. I mean, I didn't,
0: I, didn't, I didn't just come oh, up yeah, 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 with yeah, the yeah, concept yeah, yeah, of yeah, action. Right, right, right. I do. I, I came up with the name Action Athletics.
1: Well, I'm talking about the Army part, to be honest. Oh, the Action Army.
0: Yeah, yeah Action yeah. Army. I mean, I we are the Action Army. Yeah. We are, I'm telling you, we are the people who actually make our dreams come true? Yeah. We actually do what it takes, and if you don't actually do what it takes, I'm sorry, ladies and gents, you cannot be part of this army. You can be, you you can you can get back in the army, right? let's, let's, let's not even go there. But <laughs> just know, in order to make your dreams come true, guys, you have to take action. You have to do what it takes. So that's that. The Action Athletics Podcast. Now, what we are going to do is get into two keys to improving your vertical jump. I know that's a big leap. We just talked about Kevin. We talked about me. We talked about the name of this podcast. We talked about action. We got deep on this stuff, but let's be honest. Most of you followed me here from YouTube. Most of you know me for sports performance and vertical jump, so let's give the people what they want, Kevin. Let's talk about two keys to improving your vertical jump. Ladies and gentlemen, if you do these two things, I promise you, you will increase your vertical jump you will improve your vertical jump over time. So number one, you have to progressive overload the correct exercises in the correct way. So there's a, there's kind of, it's one sentence, but there's a lot to unpack there. So progressive overload, that means that you have to do more than last time. So in order for your vertical jump to increase, you have to cause a stimulus in your body so that your body says, oh shit, oh shit, I don't, know, I don't know if I like what he just did. He's going to be putting us through these tough workouts. We need to adapt. So you must cause a stimulus in your body that forces adaptation. That is how you increase your vertical jump. So you do that through progressive overload. You do that through doing more than last time. Okay, so that's the first part. Progressive overload, the correct exercises. You can't progressive overload bicep curls and increase your vertical jump you have to be doing the correct exercises. You have to be doing your strength exercises and your plyometric exercises. Those are the two main categories of vertical jump training. You have, and you don't need weights. Weights are, they can help you. You can do body weight if all you have out there is body weight, but Regardless, the statement stands true. You must progressive overload the correct exercises in the correct way. Now, the correct exercises could be anything from squats to rear foot elevated split squat to pogo jumps to band assisted jumps. Most of you listening understand the exercises that are needed to increase your vertical jump. We could talk a little bit more about that in a different episode. Maybe we'll talk about the top vertical jump exercises, but just understand that's the second part. You got a progressive overload. Do more than last time to cause an adaptation in your body. The correct exercises can not be doing bicep curls, etc., etc. Everybody knows that in the correct way. So what do I mean by in the correct way? When you progressive overload, let's say depth jumps, for example. Depth jumps are one of the best vertical jump exercises that you could do. Depth jumps or drop jumps. Very similar. Drop jumps, you focus on minimal ground contact time, and depth jumps, you focus on a little bit more ground contact time, but you're trying to get into the air as high as possible. So you're dropping off of a box. For those of you who don't understand depth and drop jumps, you're dropping off of a box, a chair, a couch, a bench, anything that you have. You're dropping off of it. You're hitting the ground. For a drop jump, the focus is getting off of the ground as quickly as possible. You want your feet to be on the ground for as short of a period of time as possible. Minimal ground contact time. Depth jumps, on the other hand, you're allowed to spend a little bit longer on the ground, but the focus is not getting off of the ground as quickly as possible. It's getting off of the ground as high as possible. So, but none of, none of this matters. What really matters is you have to progressive overload depth or drop jumps in the correct way. So it's a very intense exercise. You don't need to be out there doing 50 reps of depth jumps or drop jumps. For my athletes, I normally do five sets of two to three reps of depth jumps or drop jumps. We'll just say depth jumps moving forward because it's a little bit easier. Mm. Five sets of two to three reps of depth jumps. To progressive overload, we're not going to do five sets of four reps and then five sets of five reps and then six sets of five reps. We're not increasing the sets and the reps. It's a very intense exercise. So we are not progressive overloading by doing more sets and reps. That's very important. We are progressive overloading by trying to jump higher than last time. So another very good, important point is that you must, uh, this is a mistake that many people make. You have to measure your plyometrics. It's very easy to measure squats. Last time I did 135. This time I did 140. Last time I did three reps, this time I did four. So write it down? Write it down, yes. But if you're going to do broad jumps, be that dude who brings a tape measure into the gym. Or use a cone, set a cone up from where you start, and then set a cone up as to where you land. And try to jump further than that cone on a broad jump. A broad jump is you stand in this spot, you're jumping horizontally as far as you can. That's a broad jump but you have to measure your plyometrics. But when I say progressive overload in the right way, many exercises, you have to learn the proper way to progressive overload each different exercise. Squats, for example. When it comes to vertical jump, you really want your squats to be done fast. To improve your rate of force development, you really want your squats to be done fast. So if you're lifting squats very heavy, there's a time and a place for that. But very heavy weight, You can't move as fast as you can lightweight. So to increase um, your squats, try to increase the bar speed. So if you have 50% of your one rep max, so your one rep max being as much weight as you can squat for one rep, take 50% of that, move it as fast as you can for however many sets and reps, and then to progressive overload, try to move it faster and faster each time. This isn't to say, don't take this out of context. You can always increase the sets and reps uh, of certain exercises of squats, et cetera, et cetera. You can always increase the weight. Um, but number one in the two keys to improving your vertical jump, you must progressive overload the correct exercises in the correct way. And you're going to learn all that through this Action Athletics Podcast. We're going to explain everything to you in the coming episodes. Can't so, wait. Yeah, that's number one. Number two, so remember, if you do these two things, I promise you, or your money back, I know this podcast and information was free, but I promise you, if you do these two things, you will increase your vertical jump. Number one, progress to overload the correct exercises in the correct way. You must cause an adaptation in your body for your vertical jump to improve. Number two, you need to do enough but not too much, Kevin. You need to do enough, but you can't do too much. If you don't do enough, you don't stimulate your body. You don't cause your body to adapt and increase your vertical jump. But if you do too much, you overtrain, you fatigue your central nervous system, you break down your central nervous system, you break down your tendons, you break down your body. So there's a sweet spot. It's like this analogy has been used many times before, but Kevin, you've probably not heard this analogy before. It's like going out in the sun. You want a little suntan. Okay, let's say you're at the beach in Florida. If you go out for 10 minutes, you're probably going to get a tan. If you lay out there for three hours, you're probably going to get sunburned. So it's the same thing with a vertical jump workout. You want a little bit. You want enough to cause change in your body. You want enough to cause adaptation, but you don't want to break your body down and do so many vertical jump workouts and sets and reps and exercises that you overtrain and you do too much.
1: Yeah, okay, that's a fact, actually. And, and um, in, the, in both, you know, both career choices that I've made, Marines and boot camp and then, you know, police academy with the department. I, I feel like that has always been a huge staplehead, You know, like, break your muscles down to a certain point, but there's only so much your body can take. I mean, it goes back to what we were talking about the other day, common sense and what you know your ability to perform certain things are. I mean, you know, you have to know yourself and your limitations.
0: Right. I agree. And a lot of that is through trial and error of working out. If you're working out for the first time, chances are you don't really know much. But if you're part of the action army, you're probably out there reading books. You're probably out there learning. You're probably listening to podcasts, watching YouTube videos. You're probably learning what it takes pretty quickly because you are part of the action army. You take action. You learn, you take action on what is necessary to accomplish your goals. So, um, part of this number two, do enough, but not too much. What I will say to you out there is, In order to do enough, you should be doing two to three vertical jump workouts per week. Now, it's going to differ whether you're in season, out of season, et cetera. We're not going to get too much into that. But doing two to three vertical jump workouts per week is going to be doing enough. Doing more than that is probably going to be too much. Now... We could get into whether or not you're micro dosing, how much volume you're doing, but let's not really get down that rabbit hole. We could talk about that a different day, but two to three workouts per week, but you need enough recovery. Okay, so in the gym, like you just said in Marines, in, in the police academy. And in, in when you've worked out in your life, you understand that you break your muscles down. So for vertical jump training, you break your muscles down, you break your tendons down, you break your central nervous system down, you break your body down. And then you have to let it recover, back up, bigger, stronger, faster, more explosive than last time. And that is when your vertical jump increases. Let's say you do a vertical jump workout on Monday, and then you do the same vertical jump workout on Tuesday. Well, you weren't recovered enough from that first workout to actually see changes in growth in your body. So recovery is a massive part of it. We'll do a podcast in the future on, uh, you know, five tips to improve your recovery. But for right now, Let's understand that the two keys to improving your vertical jump, if you do these two things, number one, if you progressive overload the correct exercises in the correct way enough to cause an adaptation in your body, and number two, if you do enough but not too much, if you, you can't undertrain but you can't overtrain, you have to be in that sweet spot of the vertical jump um, two to three workouts per week with enough recovery, uh, enough sleep, enough rest, enough protein. Um, enough deep breathing. We'll talk about that later. But those are the two keys. If you do those two things, I promise you, your, your vertical jump will increase and everybody's going to be at a different level. So progressive overload for me is not going to be progressive overload for you. Um, but wherever you are at in your vertical jump journey, if you do those two things, you will improve.
1: So r- real quick to touch on that, Action Army, if you are anything like me, you're going probably going to go out there. and You're going to be like, I want to increase my vertical jump by 10 inches. Something completely just, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you, completely ridiculous for me saying that. Maybe not y'all, but me. And I'll go out there and I'll hit the gym hard for a week, completely break my body down, and then not feel like working out the next week because my body is just completely sore. I've done this in the past because I've, been, I've tried to go too hard too quick. And that's when I learned... To, that's not okay. Well,
0: here's here's the issue with Kevin's vertical jump journey. First of all, Kevin doesn't care that much about his vertical jump. But back when we were playing basketball, mm-hmm. Kevin would get these spikes of motivation, and he would say, "Nate, I'm going to work out with you." Yeah. And then he would jump into my workout, and I'd be like, "Okay," but we going back to everybody is at a different level. Kevin, yeah. this is a true story. You were not on my level true at that story. point.
1: I tried. So,
0: so hard. We were in high school, you know, college, 19 years old, essentially. But we didn't really understand at that point that you should not have been doing the same workouts as me. absolutely not. Trying to jump on the same boxes as me, using the same weights as me. It's just, it it was just silly. And most of them, most of the Action Army knows this. But um, to your point, that's very true. You can't come out here saying, I want to increase my vertical jump 10 inches in the next month.
1: Yeah. So we want that drive to be there,
0: right? You also you have just, to have that common sense. Exactly. Right. You gotta be, yeah. you gotta be intelligent about your approach. So, um, and this goes to my, my point of do enough, but don't do too much. I promise you, if you try to do too much, you're going to get overuse injuries. And for myself and my vertical jump journey, these, these are just mistakes that I've made. I've had knee pain, over and over and over in my career from doing too much. I've had patellar tendonitis and jumper's knee. I don't anymore because I'm intelligent enough at this point to understand what is enough and what is not and what is too much. So, But you need to have a long-term approach because for anybody out there who's listening who has had patellar tendonitis or jumper's knee or Achilles tendonitis or any overuse injury, imagine if you never got injured. Imagine if you would have gradually progressive overloaded and you never had these nagging overuse injuries. Imagine where your vertical jump would be right now. Because for me, I probably got knee pain about five times in my career from the point where I was 19, first playing basketball in college, to the point where I was 26. I, I fixed my knee pain and then I would train too hard again and it would come back. And then I would fix it and then I would train too hard and it would come back. So just imagine... If you took the long-term approach and you didn't think about, I want 10 inches right now, and you thought about, I'm going to progressive overload properly, I'm going to do a little bit more than last time, and I will let my body decide how high my vertical jump is going to be based on me doing the proper amount of progressive overload. That's what I want that's what I want to explain. You need the long-term approach, you need the consistency because 2 to 3 vertical jump, 2 to 3 proper vertical jump workouts with proper progressive overload over weeks, months, years is going to get you so much farther than sprint trying to sprint to the finish line and getting injured, then getting set back and then trying to sprint to the finish line again, getting injured again and getting set back. You need the long-term approach and you need the consistency of proper progressive overload.
1: Yeah. I love it. I agree. Sorry I have nothing else. To add. I all like, right. No, that's cool. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, so yeah, everybody, this was the very first podcast, the very first action athletics podcast. I'm glad you guys tapped in with us. Um, we're going to end it here. I'm not sure how long we've even been going. We're going to try to make these episodes about 45 minutes to an hour 15. Um, that might be the sweet spot for us. Sometimes they might be a little bit shorter. Sometimes if we have a guest on and, uh, we're really, you know, flowing, we might go a little bit longer, but that's going to be it for this podcast. Um, tap in for next podcast. We are going to drop these podcasts every single Monday at 9am Eastern standard time, every single Monday, 9am Eastern standard time. Uh, we're going to drop these podcasts on podcast. Apple Music, Spotify, and YouTube. So if you could, please give us a review. We would really appreciate that if you leave us a review on Spotify, Apple Apple Music, Podcast, wherever you are listening to this. Um, Check out our programs. We have many vertical jump programs. We have knee strengthening programs. We have upper body programs. We have an athlete nutrition manual. Uh, Make sure you check out our supplements. We got protein, creatine, collagen, everything like that. Check out our clothing, our apparel, our hoop gear, and then please give us a follow on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, uh, all the platforms that we are on. Kevin, anything else to say before we get out of here?
1: Yeah, I just want to, you know, ask you guys if you wouldn't mind, um, if you're wherever you're watching. It's kind of like he said, just comment. I want to know personally. I want to, you know, uh, make a poll and kind of put down some stats. I want to know where you guys found Nate at whether it be on YouTube, whether it be a reel, whether it be through his programs, emails, it doesn't matter. I want to know. Um, So if you can comment on his video and or the podcast, doesn't matter. Wherever it is, I'll find it. I just want to know. So that was just a quick note. Right,
0: right. right. If you're watching this on YouTube, uh, comment down below where you found me at. And uh, that would be very helpful. Yeah, for it'd be us, great. But. Yeah, please, please. All right, uh, we'll see you guys later. Action Army, we are out. Make sure that you go take action because action is everything. Knowledge is not power. They lied to you in school. Knowledge is not power. It is only potential power, and only becomes power when you take action on what you know. Action is everything. We'll see you guys in the next episode.
1: Peace.